Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. The draft is over, Jerry. And as we hoped, the Panthers are a much better team today than they were on Wednesday of Correct. last week, right? Uh, <clears throat> did a lot of things. Uh, we've talked about their first two picks. Talked about mm-hmm. Icky. Uh, uh, probably the only can't miss guy that we drafted this season, but or yep. this draft. But uh, position of absolute need, the Panthers got him. Uh, Matt Corral, we talked about yesterday, the Ole Miss quarterback that the Panthers traded back into the third round to grab. Uh, a project, but has great skills, great athleticism. I mean, good raw materials to deal with. Yeah, very accurate. You know, <clears throat> yeah. has a good arm. Yes, he needs development. Yes, he's been in yeah. a one read type of offense. But but late third round pick, and he's got time. And he has a lot of potential. That's a big thing. Is I, I know when I read this morning. A lot of, on Twitter, people were saying that the Panthers had him number one on their board, which is something they almost always say. Number one on the qu- quarterback board, I yeah. should say. So, don't know if you could always take that with a grain of salt, but I did see a lot of people have him at number two in a lot of their boards. So, yeah, I think uh, Matt Rule and, and Fitterer had a press conference last night and Someone asked them, basically, you know, they said, uh, hey, you, you Fitterer, you said that there were two quarterbacks that you liked at number six. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the situation arose, uh, was Matt Corral one of them? And they did not directly answer that question. So you would think that they would have been like, yeah, yeah, he was one of them. If he was the number one guy on their board. So I don't think he was the number one guy on their board. Uh, they did say that they liked his tape the most out of everyone. But I have to believe that probably Willis, just with the raw tools, the athleticism and everything, was probably a little higher on their board. But they really like Matt Corral. We really like Matt Corral. Yeah. Um, it's going to be actually, uh, yeah, a fun, fun we, project to watch. Yeah, we drafted him in our uh, mock draft at, in the yep. second round. We uh, yep. moved and got him. So, yeah. there. And the Panthers <laughs> are even better than us. Yeah. <laughs> they got him in the third. Well, we also um, got a lot more picks than they did. <laughs> True, true. Yeah, we, we certainly did. Um, yeah, people, you know, the PFF uh, AI bots were much more willing to trade up with us than uh, it <laughs> seems like real teams were. Although, uh, apparently, <clears throat> Matt Rule was saying last night that the Fitterer almost traded it into the second round several times. And at the last minute, this is what Matt Rule said, at the last minute, Fitterer said, you know, I think we can wait and pull it back. So there were probably, I don't know, a handful of times that before they actually did trade back into the third round that they could have gone and gotten a Willis or, you know, whoever was number one on their board, they could have gotten. And they waited, and they still got their guy. So kudos to Fitterer, kudos to Rule, uh, kudos to Tepper for being patient and letting the draft come to them. Yeah. and they did a great job. And today, Saturday, day three, they went out and got their guy. They mm-hmm. they went ahead and made a trade. Uh, they traded two f- fifth-round picks for a fourth and a mm-hmm. sixth to jump up mm-hmm. and pick linebacker Brandon Smith in the fourth round. Love this pick. This is a, someone we've mm-hmm. talked about on this podcast pre-draft about someone that we would like to see. 6'4", 250, 
very athletic, great in coverage. He's just a little bit overzealous on his run, over overestimates his tackling sometimes. Now, I'm seeing that he allowed a 75% completion rate as the primary defender in coverage in 2021. Um, but then I also saw that he allowed zero touchdowns in coverage. Mm-hmm. So maybe not excellent in coverage. You know, again, he's a fourth round pick. So he's well, this, got some stuff to work on. Well, this is someone I would <laughs> looked at before. He has an 80 PFF mm-hmm. grade in coverage. Uh, and I also read other places that he was really good in coverage in scout. Yeah. So that's why could, I say it, that. It could be one of those things where he's allowing short completions, never allows the guy to get behind him, mm-hmm. you know, never allows them to get in the, in the end zone. So Certainly not giving up touchdowns definitely helps his PFF score. So, But, yeah, I mean, a 75% completion rate, that's pretty high uh, as a primary defender. But either way, I think uh, this is a guy that the Panthers got, uh, I think, a little below where he could have been drafted. Mm -hmm. He's extremely fast. Uh, He's big, (laughs) 6'4", 250. And this is another position that the Panthers were pretty thin and depth and they got this guy and and i think is a a good move yeah Uh, the next pick in this in the sixth round is another linebacker this time an outside linebacker amari barno out of virginia tech this one i really like Um, see i really like the other i like brandon smith i i I know you kind of jumped you jumped before i could say this but i feel like brandon smith could be a future starter on this team i not this year but he needs to pro- get better at processing and everything, get better on the run defense. And this defense has holes at linebacker that he could e- eventually start in a couple years or next year, depending on how he grows. He, yeah, he very well could. I mean, he, you know, a fourth-round pick, I am hesitant to um, project that they they could be a starter. Um, but it very well could be. I mean, you see fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round picks all the time become starters. So I, I but I do like Brandon Smith. I, I wasn't trying to move on so quickly that you couldn't say that. Um, but I like Amari Barno, the 6'5", 250-pound uh, linebacker we got from Virginia Tech. Ran a 4'3", 6'40". Uh, the best among – oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they've got him listed as a defensive end, but – I mean, he's, he's an edge rusher. Just, just yeah. say yeah. edge rusher. Yeah. Um, but four, three, six edge rusher. He's had comparisons to Brian Burns in terms of his athleticism. Mm-hmm. Um, technique. He definitely needs work. Oh yeah. Again, six round pick. Uh, but in terms of raw athleticism and like a, a, mold, a tools that you can mold, I think this guy has really high ceiling. Maybe a low floor, but he's got a high ceiling. And for right now, starting out, he's probably going to come in on obvious pass rushing situations, Mm -hmm. pair him opposite Brian Burns and have Frankie Louvu there. And then you're just going to have speed all over the floor. Yeah, I mean, that's just what's going to happen, especially the way the the later on the draft, it looks like Fitter really, you know, he wanted the athletes. You know, I want this guy. Matt Rule, you're going to need to mold them into better players. Because they, they're rough around the edges, but they have potential to become studs. And, yes, Amari Barno is definitely potential to become a stud. 
Yeah, I like when in the later rounds you draft guys that have elite traits, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got elite speed. He's got elite athleticism. So I like elite guys. Uh, anything else on him before we move on? Uh, No, just very thin for the position. Needs to bulk mm-hmm. up, get a little bit more power because right now he has no power game. And this is something that you coming into the NFL, you're going to work on with him. Mm-hmm. And that's just expected. But great pick. I mean, again, we're looking at six-round picks here. Yeah. There, there's always going to be something, uh, a big a big red flag, right, for all of these mm-hmm. guys. Otherwise, a person with his athleticism would oh, be yeah. a, a first or second-round pick, right? So there's always something. Uh, next pick is Cade Mays, a guard out of Tennessee, 6'5", <laughs> um, Extremely versatile. Would be how I would describe this guy. <laughs> Extremely versatile with really long arms. <laughs> yeah, and the, super and long I am arms. not even gonna lie. When I first started reading about him, I I was not aware of Cade Mays until today. And mm-hmm. when I started doing research on him, that was one of the big best descriptions I heard. Very versatile, could play multiple positions. More mm-hmm. likely to be a guard than a tackle, but has long arms that could potentially become a tackle. And I was like, oh my goodness. He's got that rules pants got tight reading that <laughs> description <laughs> but yeah he uh he uh you know matt rule likes two things he likes long arms and he likes multiple positions on the offensive <laughs> line and this yes. guy has got both i mean let's not knock him he has had good pff grades he's not a bad player sec player from originally went to Georgia, then transferred back to his home state of Tennessee. And and he tweeted out a Bojangles tweet right after getting drafted. So you know he fits in perfect here in Carolina. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, um, I, I, again, it's a six-round pick, but adding to the depth on the offensive line, mm-hmm. always a good idea, right? It- and I like versatility in backup yeah. linemen. There's a little bit difference when you're drafting a left tackle to start versatility mm-hmm. versus, hey, I'm getting this guy in the sixth round to develop, and then he could play guard, maybe a swing tackle if needed. You know, injuries happen all the time on O line. So, could play center. I mean, he played every offensive line yeah. position in college. So, uh, you know, in terms of a six round pick, I'm never going to say this was a bad six-round pick unless it's a long snapper, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> luckily, there were none of those this season. But, uh, you know, he's not a great player. I don't think that this is a future starter. But depth, great. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Uh, tell us about this last guy, Jerry. Kalen Barnes was drafted in the seventh round, pick 243, <clears throat> six-foot, 183 pounds. Yeah, all that's all fun. He ran a 4-2-3-40 in the combine. That's the fastest speed by a cornerback since... I, I 2000? It may be ever. something like that? Two, yeah, so maybe since they've been actually clocking it. I don't know the exact date, but that is insane. <clears throat> yeah. You want to talk about elite traits. That right there is elite. Now, he does have issues uh, flipping his hips. He gets a little stumbly. Uh, 
again, too fast for his body, I think. Maybe. To be honest right. with you, that's yeah. one thing I read that he does need to work on better control of his body, especially with that speed. Um, but he can make up if he slips up because of that speed. Right. Um, he also needs to work good... on zone coverage. <laughs> well, again, yeah, seventh round pick, like he's going to have, this is a big, a major project. But again, he's got the elite trait. And he's got a guy on the team that the Panthers gave a lot of money to in the offseason who had similar weaknesses, right? Mm-hmm. When he came in and Dante Jackson, uh, extremely fast guy, relied too much on his speed and has sort of figured it out, right? At least what we yeah. saw early last season before he got hurt. So Kalen Barnes could easily, not easily, but he's going to have the opportunity to learn from a guy that's been there. And has yeah. been able to work on those things. So I like it. I, you know, again, I like the elite trait. Also a Baylor guy. Played for Matt Rule. So yeah. there's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, now you you compared him to Dante Jackson. Dante was a well, lot no, 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 more no. agile. Well, you're. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying Dante was more agile than. From. Yes, was more yeah. agile. But yeah, I love this pick. And worst case scenario, in my opinion. You make the roster as a gunner. You have a guy that yeah. can run four two and tackle. I mean, you break that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what Kalen Barnes needs to come into training camp. His goal of winning that spot and then working on corner. And I yeah. think that's that's the way you stay on a roster for Kalen Barnes. Make the team on special teams, and yeah. you've got again, you've got that speed. Um, he tracked. I mean, I'm just looking at the ESPN analysis here. They say he's got uh, good length and tracks the ball well, but he's lean and loses at the catch point too much. So maybe he's just mistimes his jumps, or maybe he can't jump. I don't know. But um, again, these are things. If he's mistiming his jump, that's coaching. Like you can coach yeah. that. You can figure that out. So could be a steal. Could be a guy that again four two three speed. Can't teach that. Can't coach yeah. that. So if you've got a guy that comes in doing that and you can work with him, we've got a new special teams coach uh, that can help out. We've got Steve Wilkes back that coaches the corners and he can, you know, he knows exactly what he's doing. So yeah, good spot for this kid to come in for sure. Yeah. And I mean, go ahead. I was just going to say that that was all the picks, but what else you got? Yeah, that's all the picks, but you brought up a good point about Steve Wilkes mm-hmm. coming back, and I was thinking about James Campen earlier, too. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, with these coaches, two really good coaches this team brought in that can coach up players, and, yep. you know, some of these guys will be coached up by them and look impressive. I mean, yeah. I, I really like this draft, top to bottom. I have no real qualms about any of the picks. Yeah, I didn't watch the, anything today. Um, I watched every single pick uh, last night in the second, third rounds, and I watched every single pick in the first round. Um, I didn't watch any picks today. I was just kind of following it uh, through my phone. So I don't really know in terms of the fourth round uh, who they kind of passed on or could have gotten instead of Brandon Smith. But, you know, like you said, we, we like Brandon Smith. We talked about him. That was one of the guys that you had brought up in our 
mm-hmm. uh, the pr- last show before the draft, right, where we ha- were talking about two or three guys we each really liked, you know, potentially in later rounds. That was one of your guys. Yes. And I actually, we, I was at the zoo all day today, and I flipped open my phone to check to see, you know, it has, you know, the draft was started, but I knew the Panthers hadn't drafted yet. But I was like, hey, maybe the Panthers traded up to go grab somebody. And I saw who it was. I literally went, yes! <laughs> and uh, Sylvia, my wife, looked at me and goes, what? What? It, what, what just happened? I go, we drafted Brandon Smith. She goes, Okay. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 he's a really good guy. I think he could be eventually become a starter here. He has such athletics and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it looked weird at the middle of a zoo. Yeah, near the flamingos, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes! Brandon Smith. All right, yes, let's, flamingos! Um, <clears throat> let's, uh, we, we haven't given any grades to any of these picks here, Jerry. Um, so let's, let's go individual grades for each pick. And then we'll kind of do an overall score. So Icky, I, I, I can't imagine that we're doing anything less than an A plus for that, right? Yeah, A plus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Corral in the third round. What you thinking? I am thinking B plus, A minus. I, I just because we're desperate at quarterback, but at the same time, I really liked him. <clears throat> I liked him as a early second round pick. I think he has potential to become a starting quarterback in this league. He does have things to work on, of course, but mm-hmm. that's... Yeah. I, I, I feel similar. I, I think I'd go a solid B. Um, I think they had, they had opportunities to get Willis, so I think that's going to bring my score down a little bit because I liked Willis more. You know, we both did. Um, but we like Matt Corral a lot. Uh, I I think an A for value, for sure, um, and then just a B overall as the, as the pick for me. Uh, Brandon Smith, what you got? Is your guy? Uh, where we got him, and all we did was trade away two fists to get a fourth and a six. Mm-hmm. This is I'm. <clears throat> this is my A. Go ahead. I, 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 yeah. It's my A. I, I am giving him all A's. <laughs> I hate that, but yeah, A. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go A as well. Uh, I Again, I liked him. Um, I actually hadn't heard of him before you brought him up on our last show, and uh, our last show before the draft, and I did a little bit of research after that, and, and yeah, I like him. I think uh, he's got good size, good speed, kind of everything you want. Um, if he can kind of put it all together, he's going to be a really good player. And by the way, uh, if you right. want to, yeah. YouTube some highlights of his hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw him lay out a couple players, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, check that out and, and check out our uh, pre-draft episode as well if you want. I uh, think uh, might have some additional insights there. Uh, Amari Barrow out of Virginia Tech. Uh, for me, I'm I'm, I'm going to give this one a B plus. Um, again, he's got some things to work on, but in terms of just raw athleticism, where we got him uh, in the sixth round, you know very fast, a position of need, um, or at least a position of depth need. Yeah. Again, I think if he's one of these guys, again, if he can put it together, he's got the elite traits. You know, I I love it. I think it's a good pick. Really good pick. Yeah. I'm going to go B, uh, B plus, like more Mm -hmm. B just, 
just because he does have that elite trait, but that's all he has. He does yeah. has no power. Uh, at 6'4", 246, I'm surprised he doesn't have any power be- behind him. And he's hasn't really produced yet, which, again, sixth round, I'm really not knocking it too much, but... Yeah, one of the one of the knocks on him was he's a little timid. It seemed like mm. um, he didn't go hard all the time, right? So that's something that again, you know, good coaching and you know the uh, possibility of big contracts can do that. Yeah, for you. <laughs> it can be a great motivator. So I mean, he's got a good. Uh, a big thing that they did is they drafted guys that are, have a lot of skills close to what we already have. Like, mm-hmm. Brian Burns is a big, fast guy. I'm yeah. trying to look at 6'5", 250, so he's an inch shorter, four pounds lighter. Amari is. Yeah, very similar to him, though. So, I, and he's, he was a guy who said they did, he didn't have much power coming out of the draft, that all mm-hmm. he relied on is speed. Well, it's transitioned well, so it's transitioned pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that could that could be a diamond in the rough, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, of of all these later round picks, I think he he might be my favorite. Um, Cade Mays, Cade Mays, what you thinking? I'm I'm gonna give him B plus because he's come from premier schools in Georgia and Tennessee. He has great size, great versatility. I love that. And he's produced decently <clears throat> in college. So, therefore, I'm going to give it a B-plus in sixth round. I mean, yeah, you're looking for depth. That's where he's at. Right. It, it's so hard to give bad grades, really, to any of these guys in the later rounds here. Um, yeah, I think I'd go B, B-minus maybe, um, just because he – maybe one of those guys like a jack of all trades master of none type of guy don't know really where he fits um don't think he's good enough to play tackle no he's he's a guard yeah he's a guard but um you know he's got a lot to work on a lot to work on i would not be surprised if he didn't make the team but uh again he's got he's got good the, the versatility which matt rule loves um so he's got, he's got the chance, but yeah, I'm going to go B. I'll, I'll go solid B. Uh, and our last guy, Kalon Barnes, um, out of Baylor, cornerback. What you thinking? Oh, man, I, I see. I'm going to go <clears throat> B. I love his speed. Again, elite. Mm-hmm. He has an elite, but he hasn't been able to put it together. He's not as agile as someone with that speed should be. Mm-hmm. So I, I am worried about that, but I think he can really make a difference on special teams. And I'm hoping he can do that at least at first and kind of learn yeah. to quarter game. I'm going to, I'm actually going to go a, uh, getting a guy that ran a four, two, three in the seventh round at, uh, and bringing him into a team where you've got a really fast corner that had to work on his game and stop relying on his speed so much just a really good mentor type guy. And, and I think Dante Jackson's at the point of his career where he can be a good mentor. Um, I really like this pick. And I think if he can make it through this first season, still on the team, I think that's a big if, right? Mm-hmm. Um, seventh round pick is always a big if. But w- with his um, growth that he needs to take, he's going to have to really 
show something in training camp to stay on the team. But I think if he can make it, he's one of those guys that could develop and and turn into a real a real steal. So I'm gonna get go an A for that one. Uh, draft overall, Jerry. What you thinking? Uh, a. I, I did, there's not much question in my head right now that the way I feel about this draft is a, I really liked Scott Fitter's two drafts so far. I really, I still really liked last year's draft as well. So I know they haven't all panned out yet, but I like a lot of the potential that's still there. And I, I like the potential and I love the way it was worked here with the handcuff of no second and third round pick mm-hmm. needing desperation at quarterback. And I'm going to say this now because it's, 25 minutes in and hardly anybody's any listening anymore. But Matt, Matt Corral, if he doesn't work out and we suck this year, guess what? We could still move up to get C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young next year. We still will have those web, you know, those draft capital to get rid of them. Yeah, I, and that's something we should have mentioned last night. Um, because Matt Corral is like an end-of-the-third-round guy, you're not married to him forever no right if he comes in and and it just doesn't look like he's working out and the panthers have a top five pick next season you better believe they're going to draft one of those quarterbacks oh yeah you You might even give up next year's for or two years first mm -hmm. to jump up to one or two and get them that is that is the type of guys these guys coming out are but especially because matt rule will probably not be the coach if the panthers are in that position so you exactly. have a new coach coming in, going to want his own guy. Um, and I believe that, yeah, they, they could make that happen. So um, overall for me, yeah, I think, um, I don't know, because la- I'm not as high on last year's draft as I was, right? I, I, mm-hmm. I don't think some of these guys they picked are going to work out, unfortunately. Um, this year I really like what they what they did. Uh, I wish – they would have gotten a, a receiver um, in a deep receiver draft. I wish they could have found a way to do that. Again, they were handcuffed with the amount of picks they had. I think they really did a good job um, addressing needs with these picks. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I, I think I'll go A minus um, just because didn't really get the quarterback we wanted, um, did get the tackle we desperately needed. Uh, and then we filled in with some guys towards the end of the draft that could be, you know, potential starters down the road. So overall, yeah, solid A for uh, for Scott Fitter. Yeah. And before we sign off, Panthers have started signing undrafted free agents so far. Elon quarterback Davis Cheek, Miami wide receiver Charleston Rambo, love that name. Illinois linebacker Kalon Tolson, Kentucky defensive tackle Markeen McCall, FSU wide receiver Andrew Parchment. So that is what is being reported there. so far. Yeah. And, and I, I figured that. They're going to be competing against the bottom rung guys for special mm-hmm. teams. And, you know, Shai Smith is on is on alert now because that arrest by him no favor. If he wasn't already from his – from his uh, legal situation. Exactly. I'm surprised he's actually still on the team, to be honest with you. But I guess I'm no surprised Damian Willis Wilson is still on the team. Shai Again, Smith. I guess there's no point in cutting them now. You know? Yeah. I mean, when, when the rosters could be 
90 plus people. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, overall, good weekend for the Panthers. They improve they improved the team up by a lot. And honestly, if some of these guys hit, then we're set for a while on mm-hmm. some major positions. So, good job. Good job. Yep. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at MeowMakesPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMakesPodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. I don't know when we'll be back. Um, we might take uh, <laughs> we might take this week off just because, you know, this is four shows this past week. So I think we might take a week off just to kind of regroup unless something happens, you know, Panthers – Make a trade or, you know. Uh, Jadavian Clowney's still out there. I have a feeling. Yeah, make a major pre-agent yeah. signing, something like that. We'll definitely come back and talk about that. Um, but, yeah, let us know, you know, if, if there's anything you guys want to hear, uh, you want to hear us discuss or something that we need to look into, let us know. We'll do that. Um, you know, we're kind of entering the dead period now for a couple <laughs> months. There's not going to be a ton to talk about, so – uh, and, we're looking for content, so hit yeah. Us and when they even report what it, their first report is, they stretch and throw and catch, yeah. and that's about it. It's yeah. it's like me and you going out there throwing and catching, except a lot yeah. more athletic and better. <laughs> Maybe we should do that and film it. And put, it on, <laughs> put it on the, the channel. Yeah. But we keep talking about doing the field goal kicking thing. I still want to do that one day. Okay. Yeah. All, All right. right, everybody. Uh, Take it easy and keep pounding.